0: Welcome to Phone Messages Episode 193. Piano Man. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week I play message number 29 from Chris Pearson. And it most likely comes from the fall of 1989 because I am using a tape with messages that are out of sequence from the previous four tapes. Due to my sloppy archiving practices. The message is fifteen seconds long. Here we go.
1: Sing us the song. Guess that's about it. So that's the Billy Joel song, Piano Man. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. All right. So I'm I'm playing that on guitar and say, it actually sounds kind of tuneful. I wonder if I figured that song out. I was such a bad guitar player. I wonder if I had a book of that. Piano Man, that was from uh, The Stranger. I'm, I'm not a huge Billy Joel fan, but, um, you know, he was a big deal when I was growing up. I remember when that album, The Stranger, came out. My mom had it and also kids at school had it. I was 13, I'm guessing for a teenager growing up learning about love <laughs> learning about all these different things a simply written song you know can be very um sort of perfect for the moments so i remember thinking that song um she's always a woman to me you know i had this girlfriend back, back then this this girl diana i was going out with and something went bad and uh i, I would listen to that song sometimes and think of her and yeah, she's always a woman <laughs> of course. she wasn't really a woman yet but um My pals, we used to play softball in Central Park. Um, We would go, this is back when I was, before I went away to high school. So, you know, it must be when I was about, say, eighth grade. I went to an all-boys school, but we were friends with these girls from an all-girls school. So we'd meet with the girls in the park and play softball. And I wanted to write a song about it, but it was before I ever really wrote songs. So I wanted to write a song to the lyrics a Piano Man. And so I wrote a song where it, it was like an Al Yankovic-style song where I take the tune, but I change the words, and I took Piano Man. I didn't know all the words, so my buddy, Brooks Hansen, wrote out the words for me, and he actually went out, went on to be a famous writer. Brooks wrote out the words, and then he gave them to me, and then I changed them all, you know, so instead of... um, It was, it was just terrible. The only line I can really remember... um. He's talking about Davey who's still in the Navy and probably will be for life. He's going around the bar with all the characters there. But I had a friend, Bobby, Bobby Edmonds. So I said, and there's Bob on second base and he's still on the job. So like, Bobby's still on the job. I don't think I, I said for life though. I probably had some other rhyme to it. It may have been the first song that I ever wrote actually was that parody song. Um, but that's what comes back to me when I think of Billy Joel and Just sitting there feeling all sad and listening to She's Only a Woman to Me. Thinking about my, uh, pretty much my first girlfriend. She's always a woman to me. I'm sorry. She's always a woman to me. That was a monster record, man.
0: Piano Man was Billy Joel's first single to be released in North America and reached 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts in 1973. The song was also the title track of Joel's first album with Columbia Records after his disastrous experience recording Cold Spring Harbor with Artie Rip of Family Productions. Four years later, Joel's album The Stranger reached number two on the Billboard charts and boosted his popularity with hits like She's always a woman, and just the way you are. But it was Piano Man that became his signature song. Famously, the lyrics were inspired by Joel's experience playing at a piano bar in Los Angeles. Actually... The oldest reference I could find to a piano bar comes from a Los Angeles Times advertisement for the Manhattan Supper Club at 46th and Western Avenue in 1945. On the other hand, ads for cocktail lounges with a piano player can be seen in New York and Chicago papers from the early 30s after the repeal of Prohibition. Since my taste in live music tended toward the avant-garde through my college years, I did not come to appreciate piano bars until I moved to San Diego in 1991. There I discovered the Red Fox Room on El Cajon Boulevard in North Park. With its red leather booths and wood-paneled walls, I felt transported back to a time of taffeta gowns and Fedora Hats. Red Fox opened in 1966 as a classic supper club, combining a steakhouse with a darkly lit lounge for after-dinner entertainment. The interior was enhanced by wood carvings purchased from actress Marion Davies Beach House and originally imported from a 16th century English inn. Over the years, the Red Fox Room featured several hosts behind the piano keys, but probably the most memorable was Carrie Baker, who started playing there in 1969. Before her lounge act, Baker had a career as a cryptologist during World War II, and then joined the OSS where she helped organize the Nuremberg Trials and, in off hours, played bridge with General Eisenhower and tennis with Henry Kissinger. When I first visited the Red Fox Room, the crowd was mostly 55-plus. They took turns at the mic, putting their hearts into jazz standards with varying degrees of talent. Over time, the retro-chic space attracted young hipsters, so that the last time I recall visiting, in about 2000, the average age at the bar had dropped 20 years. A similar mix of young and old grew to inhabit the other piano bar I came to love, Nye's Polonaise Room in northeast Minneapolis. Nye's opened in 1950 as a typical supper club, combining food and live music. In addition to the piano bar, another room hosted a polka band, which reflected the tastes of Central European immigrants who had settled in the neighborhood. Also like the Red Fox Room, the beloved hostess on the piano, Sweet Lou Snyder, had an extraordinary past. At just nine months old, her mother was dying of cancer which led her father, in a fit of depression, to shoot Luella and her three siblings, afterwards hanging himself in a silo. Incredibly, the children survived, but Luella had to wear leg braces as a child and in her later years walked with crutches, which sat beside her at the piano as she played. Lou began at Nye's in 1966 and cheered amateurs at the open mic until retiring in 2011. She passed in 2016 at age 81, and that same year, Nye's closed to make way for a large apartment complex. Fortunately, a year later, Nye's was reopened in part of the original building which had been preserved by the new development. Carrie Baker ended her 33-year run at the Red Fox Room in 2002 and died in 2011 at age 91. In 2020, the Red Fox Room lost its lease in the hotel it had occupied for 54 years but was able to find a location directly across the street where it reopened in March of this year. If you're in the mood for a melody, go to pfoch.com. That's p-f-o-t-s-c-h dot com. Many thanks to Chris for playing me a memory. And thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.